Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Experience the unconventional. Even boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. It's waiting to unfold. A brand what? new tale. No one has ever told. Me. We've journeyed far, but I know it won't be long. We're almost there. And we've paid our fare with a hobo song. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. I wanna Friday, got the Friday feeling right up my jacksie. Oh, I'll just keep moving on. It's that uh, song about a dog detective that goes around saving people. Just grab your hat, come Anyone phones up tonight and pretends this is the theme tune to a TV series, Instaban. Instaban! They wouldn't be allowed to make such a thing. Of course not. Because he'd be fouling the pavements, he'd be impregnating other dogs, it'd be awful. Um... Gay Dogs is the name of my new band, and I'm looking for musicians. I'm Ian Lee, by the way. I stole some strawberries on a reality TV show and got paid very handsomely for it. Uh, you are... Sophia Loren. And what, who are you, boy? Sam, I answer the phones. There we go. That's it. I knew I recognised that voice. Um, I'm starting a band. We're called The Gay Dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm, on, I'm on base. Good evening, dear listener. Brexit-free zone tonight. Um, Political-free zone tonight. Uh, let's have a fun... Let's, Let's make it a fun zone tonight. Fancy free. Hashtag, do use the hashtags. Really keen on the hashtags. Hashtag TLNA, late, the late night alternative. Very exciting for me. A dream came true today. Would you like me to ask you about that? Please do. Tell me about that dream. I, I touched a booby. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did tell a gentleman where he could get some poussoir, but I was, um, I was parked up in my car just around the corner from work, and I had Kath on speakerphone, and she was driving in, and she said, oh, I'm ten minutes away. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you. She was on speakerphone, and we were chatting. And my window opened, and then I started singing... Um, what was I singing? Grease Lightning or yeah. something. And this very drunk guy, late 20s, walked, sort of staggered past me. This is at eight o'clock in the evening. Staggered past me, and then came back and went, I say, sir! And so I went, yes, sir! Good evening to you, sir. And I said, you are under arrest, sir. Handcuff me now, sir. He was absolutely steaming. He was about 28. Um, And we were chatting for a bit, and then he said, and I'm going to use foul language. Excuse me, sir. Do you know where I might get some of the old pussy? At which point, (laughs) 
I've been silent up to that point. I went, bloody hell. Then this guy, right, sticks his head full in my window and goes, oh, no, madam, no, 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 don't listen to this private conversation. He's just a normal bloke. Interrupting my bloody conversation. (laughs) With his flipping Tom Dickery. And I said, I think you can get some down there, mate, so off you go. Uh, but it was, uh, I, was... I told you you should not have indicated that he was entitled to anything. I didn't, I didn't, I did not in any way indicate entitlement. I indicated get away from me, Munt. <laughs> um, uh, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. I thought we'd do a, 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 something slightly different, certainly for the first part of the show. In The way this works normally, it's a phone-in show unlike any other phoning show in the world. We celebrate the positive. We celebrate the light, the life, the love, the funny, the ridiculous, the small, the micro. Uh, and we try and stay away from politics. Sometimes we go into it and some people go, oh, I thought you didn't do politics. Well, we, we, we do it when I fancy it. It's my show. Mine and Cass' show. We do it when we fancy it. You don't like it? Jog on. But... We tend to have a life, and we uh, we tend to have a laugh, and we talk a little bit about mental health as well. So you know, we are what I believe could be called um, a safe zone, unless you're a bell end, and then it's a very, very unsafe zone, as you'll be called out for your bell endery. But the way it works, right? Normally, is you dial the number o three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. You'll speak to the young man Sam. He takes your name and number. Doesn't even ask you what you want to talk about. And he calls you straight back, puts you on. I have a screen in front of me. It's a computer system called Phonebox, and it shows ten lines, and I can see who's called in and and how long they've been waiting for. And I then kind of put them through. I've got two lines I can drag calls to, and I've got two faders. Well, I thought tonight, and we have done this before, tonight I have switched off my computer screen, my phone box. So I don't know... Who's called in? I know the first caller because I saw it as we were coming up with with the plan. So I know the first caller. But after that, I don't know who's called up. I also don't know, Catherine, and this is the slightly risky part. Risky. No no one's going to die as a result of it. It's not really a risk. I also don't know if if anybody's called up. We could Mm -hmm. have a full switchboard. We could, apart from this one caller, unless he's fallen asleep. Have you fallen asleep yet, Alan? No, not yet, boss. Okay. It's the only one I know, because, sorry, and, you know, it's, it's, it's just gone 10 o'clock. Um, but apart from that, I, I won't know if we've got any callers or not, and I will, various points, I might have the faders open, I might put the... So we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. You up for that, Boiling? Oh, so up for it. But are you up for that, dear listener? Doesn't really matter, we're doing it anyway. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We saw him calling in. Let's get that first cab off of the rank, uh, despite what he said about us last week. It's Alan Caddy. Hey, boss, hey, Cass. Excuse me, pardon me. A little bit windy. Yeah, a bit windy pop. No, kids don't do this anymore. Oh, 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 You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. He goes. Me Tarzan, you capo. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Was uh, at what age was Tarzan, Lord of Greystoke? Dropped off in the jungle. Was he a bebe? Bebe. It was bebes. Okay, so that's I why he's... I think that film was made in 985, wasn't it? Well, um, hang on a second. So that would have made him... A bebes. Hang on a second, though. If he got dropped off as a bebes in the jungle... Yeah. Right, we're now questioning. This is We're ten minutes in and we're now trying to unpick the Tarzan legend. Is it a legend or is it just a story? Story, in it? Okay. If he get dropped... Got it's dropped, probably true. If he got dropped off, it's, based, it's inspired by real events. If he got, Mike the monkey boy. If he got dropped off as a bebes in the jungle, yeah. how could he then say, 
Me Tarzan, you Jane. Because monkeys don't say that. Also, what was Jane doing in the jungle? Dirty mare. Uh, isn't it funny? I've judged Jane, but yeah, I'm calling Tarzan yeah, a hero. Why isn't she allowed the, to explore the jungle? The patriarchy. Mm -hmm. It exists even in the monkey kingdom. I think very simply, um, he got to an age, obviously, where he was beginning to speak, and so he had um, some words. <laughs> That's not how language works. Well, it's it, inherent in his DNA was English. Well, he was already talking as a toddler. It, no, whoa! Well, uh, Alan... Spot yeah, boss. I'm gonna. This is this is part of your. I'm mentoring you, Alan, throughout life. I'm listening. Catherine has just dropped what we call in the trade a bollock. Right? She's contradicted her own argument. What has she just said in that little piece there that completely blows her argument out of the water, my friend? Tarzan was learning to talk from an early age, even though he was raised by monkeys and monkeys don't talk. Well, yeah. shut up, because actually, you're assuming he was a tiny baby in arms we when he was... Just... And he wouldn't have survived that. It was very unlikely. Mm -hmm. He would have had to have some rudimentary movement no. to be able to be... No, Otherwise, he'd still be in the place where Excuse he was me. left. Excuse How would he learn to walk? OK, well, first of all, Moses was left in... Moses was a bebes, and he yeah. managed to float down a river. He drove a boat. He was driving boats as a bebes. Uh, uh, but secondly, you did originally agree with me that... Don't Google it. I'm not. I'm, I'm writing you, this down. Get Google, right, I'm not right. on Google. Mind your own business. Oh, that's it. We got, Ooh, we, we've got her in don't the... Don't be sexist. Uh, Alan's I'm, always sexy. I'd be a bum bag. Uh, OK. But now you're being homophobic. I'm not. Right. Um, I'm not bumming in a bag. Not again. But... Everybody, just cool out, OK? We're just trying to unpick Tarzan, I'll, I'll that's if, all. I will if I want. Maybe we'll do a Brexit phone-in. I think it will be safer. You agreed he was a bebes, yeah, right? Yeah, but what's your definition or, of a baby? You know what a baby... <laughs> Jesus, you know what a baby well, is. I would say that a two-year-old is a baby. No, you would. Well, I would. I would say that a 20-year-old uh, killed as a victim of knife crime is a baby. Exactly. Right, but but it, for this conversation, we mean an actual bebes. We should have established that before. Well, we have. I'm not on and board that And you say boat. a bebes... Could not have looked, could not, it would have died in the jungle. Mm -hmm. No, because um, the monkey scooped down and picked, picked mummy monkey who had lost the baby in the monkey wars, um, uh, scooped down and picked up the baby. Do you think that monkey, of the apes. do you think that we could survive on monkey milk? Yeah, of course you could. Monkeys are like, well, here's the thing, we, this, is abs this is actually true. First fact of the evening. We are closer, humans are closer genetically to cows than they are to monkeys. I did we, not know that. Yeah, well, now you know it. We are something like 0.1% DNA different from a cow, and we're something like 3% DNA different from a monkey. So in answer to your question, yes, of course we could survive on cow's milk. It's like drinking no, our own monkey milk. juice. Yeah, it's the same thing. I would suck That's it. completely different. I, what you've just argued is we could survive on cow's milk but not on monkey milk because we're completely I, different from a monkey. Here's the thing. Anyway, we're talking about apes. If I, are different from monkeys. If I was lost in the jungle and I was thirsty, <sighs> yeah. I would if, suck off a monkey. Yeah, but it's not about for being... For its milk. It's not about being thirsty. If we're talking about a baby, which is your idea... It's not, Tarzan is not my idea. No, but the fact that he's a tiny baby, Tarzan which is not something not I would idea. agree with... Yes. And he would need proper nutrition. Mm. Now, if my baby couldn't thrive on my milk and I'm a human, how could baby Tarzan ah, thrive see. on a chimp? I see. It's all about your deficiencies no, as a woman. I'm just saying that babies are very, very fragile things we and baby milk is a very interesting combo. We got there And in an the end. ape's milk would not be compatible. The reason Catherine 
does not like Tarzan I is love because Tarzan. she is unable to produce good milk from her boobies. Am I close? Wow. Yeah. How have you turned this on me? How, you turned it on Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. Oh! That's a bit better, but it's still not as good as mine. That was weird. Thanks, Alan. This is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Gosh, Matthew Paris is leaving the Conservatives and going Lib Dem. Gosh. That's unusual. Um, OK, who named him Tarzan? And also the arrogance, the arrogance, right? Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. That's outrageous. The monkeys came and picked him up, looked after him, milked him, fed him milk, I mean, and then he goes, hmm, me better than monkey. Me be Lord of Jungle. Tarzan. It just... I think other people called him the Lord. I don't think he was... I didn't think he claimed he the He made crown. the monkeys his B1TCHs. It's humanity. It's an allegory for humanity, be it going right up the swanee. And why did he call that chimp cheetah? Well, because he found him with another. <laughs> I found him with another man. I don't know if there are any callers. I haven't got my screen on. Sam is putting calls through as and when they come in. If you hear me say hello, that means you're on the air. Hello, are you there? Yes. Who's that? Yana. Yama? Yana, Yana, with an N. OK, hello, Yama. Have we, I, the only question is because I was expecting some boring old reg, regular. <laughs> <laughs> have, we, have we spoken before, Yama? No, we haven't. No, this is my second call to, to your radio station. Well, you've called The Good Show. You found The, the Good, the good show. show. I have to say, you are so cheering me up. Oh. I, I've just been finishing reading um, Douglas Murray's um, The Madness of Crowds. And then you come on with all your um, wonderful un-PC chatter and it just made yes. me feel so good. <laughs> what, what's, now, that book's... I don't know that book, but it sounds very, very heavy, man. It is heavy, man. Oh, but, but, but written in a very, very easy way. OK, I like, I like things written in an easy way. Yeah, it, yeah, it is, not, not hard at all. No. But I don't know if I'm sad or something, but I, I find that, like, your show's become my best friend. <laughs> oh, no, well, I mean, yes, of course that's sad and pathetic and, and you should yeah. probably get medical help, but <laughs> we're not going to argue. What do you mean by that, uh, uh, Yama? Uh, well, because I spend so much time on my own, I, I'm, I'm a carer for my granddaughter who doesn't speak at all. She's eight years old and she's got a disability. Right. And so I spend most of my days conversing with a non-verbal human being. So yeah. listening to talk radio just gives me people who talk and I can sort of think answers and then sort of talk back in, in my head. I know it sounds odd. No, it doesn't sound odd. Do you? Because I do that. The older I get, I don't really watch much TV anymore, but when I do, now that I'm, I'm you know, 46, I will shout at the TV like my mum and dad used to when, when I was a kid. And also the radio. I will sit there and I will talk to the radio and I will argue with the radio. Is that the same thing? It, it, it's the same thing, Brilliant. but I have, I have to say that talk radio, I mostly tend to agree. Oh, not God. all the shows, not all the shows, no. but, but a lot of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I just want to say thank you, guys, oh. you know. <laughs> You, you cheer me up. Hey, well, listen, that's very kind. Thank you, thank you very much. Is so. Is your is your grand? Does your granddaughter live with you, or does she? Yeah, go... yeah. Just just me and her together. We right. live together. And her mum, she... her mum has um, emigrated <laughs> to abroad. Um, Gosh, uh, what? And left uh, her behind? 
left her behind. Well, she's she's sorting things out. You know, it's hard to take a a, a very disabled child abroad if you haven't got a job or anywhere to live. So she's gone away. Um, Probably be there for six months to a year and then hopefully... uh, um, get her, but yeah, that must be hard. That must be hard for everybody involved there. Her, you, and and the, your granddaughter. It, it, it. Well, it isn't for my daughter because she knows that that Kitty loves being with me. Right. So well, we yeah. Skype each other, and and she can see that she's all right. But it, it, it is tough. You know, it's not, it's not easy. Did you but... say your granddaughter's name was Kitty? Yeah. What a great name. I love the name Kitty. Well, her mother called her Ekaterina after oh. Kitty in Anna Karenina. Oh, there you go, you see. Well, we're yeah. very well-read family. And is she um, regular at going to bed? Is she, is she one of those kids? Because I've got, I've got, well, seven and nine, and I know sometimes they don't want to go to bed, sometimes they'll wake up and they'll want to go. Is she good at, she goes to bed at a certain time and she stays asleep, or does she? Yeah, she goes to bed at a regular time. She normally wakes up about two or three in the morning. Oh. Um, every 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 morning. And is that it for the day then, or does she go back to sleep? I don't think she does. I go back to sleep. I put on a program for her. Okay. And I, I, I try and go back to sleep. But there have been studies done on these kids. She's got Angelman syndrome, and she's the worst sleeper out of the whole bunch. So what what, what was that syndrome? I don't know that. Um, Angelman syndrome. Angelman's. What's that? Um, she's got the gene missing. Um, in her brain. So so um, uh, it's a it's a um genetic condition right. uh, it's uh, it's missing from the mother's gene so so she has angel money if it was missing from the father she would have prada willy syndrome which is a totally different thing. okay now i've heard of prada willy but so yeah. how does how does this angelman syndrome affect kitty uh well she's um as i say non-verbal yeah so um she can't communicate she she has very um awkward gait it used to be called the uh, happy puppy syndrome puppet syndrome so they're very smiley happy kids they're always laughing um and very very severe learning um yeah you know learning this so she's eight but she's about 18 months okay something like that and how uh, and and you're caring for her 24 hours a day do you get any any respite um i'm working on it right (laughs) It takes time. It takes time, it? really. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not easy. I mean, you know, the social services are great, but um, it takes a long time to get into the system. It and does. So, do you get any breaks? No, not at the moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but um, I do other stuff. I mean, I've, I've, um, uh, I've been on uh, television. What you, um, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Yeah. Don't, no, no, you're about to brush past that. We will not allow that. What have you done on? <laughs> what have you done on the telly? I was on Kirsty's Handmade Christmas, and I won the Gingerbread House competition. Hey, well, now what, what is that? I have heard of that, but what is that? Um, every every Christmas, yeah. Kirsty also uh, does a show, and I think it's ten episodes. Yeah, oh, I know the show, the, ju- yeah. the the Gingerbread House competition. What's that? Uh, four people build a gingerbread house, and um, a judge picks a winner. <laughs> and did you did you win? I did. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> You do think I'd have mentioned it if yeah. I hadn't one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. That must have been fun. It was fun. I, I made a, a St. Basil's Cathedral out of gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's incredible. I made a house once and that was hard enough. Did you not burn yourself with that horrible glue and all that stuff? Oh, uh, no, asphalt. That, that's the way to go. Right. Yeah. And is Kitty... Um, well enough, present enough to, for example, if you showed her that video of you on the telly, would she know that that was you and... Uh, she, she 
might know, she might recognise me, but she wouldn't really know what was going on. Right, okay. I mean, she, okay. she, she loves... Uh, actually, she does love shows, and she loves... Um, What's her favourite? Theatre. She likes the old Willy Wonka, not the new Oh, Wonka. yeah, good. No, well done. Even the scene on the boat, because that scene on the boat is she horrible. She loves that. Really? She loves scary things. Oh, OK. She's, yeah. got, she's, she's got a dark side. I like this. That's she interesting. Does. She does, definitely. She loves, she loves scary things. Witches. She likes witches. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just looking at your um, gingerbread house. Oh, Kat, are you? Kat's just found it. My, my God, how long... How long did that take? <laughs> that's it's incredible. The, that's ridiculously good. Not only to get the shape right, but also all that intricate icing work. <laughs> Flipping it, Yana. That's incredible. <laughs> that was meringue. <laughs> wow. I don't know why I'm finding that so funny, but that is... How long did that take? Um, well, it was over 100 pieces. So in the show, I had to build it in six hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Well, that is amazing. Um, go on, tell me. So Kitty likes scary things. She likes scary things. She loves musicals. I got her to watch the whole of Singing in the Rain, and she liked that. Um, and she she loves Peppa Pig, and yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, she she likes she like really really responds to music and theatre. Good. So I did try and take her to the theatre. You um, know, watching watching like children's theatre. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, I've I, I've so enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much for calling. You will call again, won't you? I'd love to. Thank you. And yeah. s- send our love to Very Kitty. Thank me up. I will. Uh, uh, absolute pleasure. And we'll have a great weekend, and we'll speak soon. Cheers. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Oh, this is turning into a delightful little experiment of uh, not n- knowing who's coming up. Um, that was what was fantastic. <laughs> that cake, that, that gingerbread house, is amazing. Um, and, uh, gosh, what a situation. For, you know, didn't we learn a lot about that family and the sacrifices that both she... You're not saying looking after a kid is a sacrifice, but there will be sacrifices in some in, in looking after a child who has issues such as Kitty's got. And, and the sacrifice the mum has had to make to go... Imagine, Kath, leaving one of your girls... I know. ..or leaving your girls behind to, to, so you could go and look for work and, and look at getting a better life for them. Imagine. Good for them. Oh, yeah, no, I love that. Thank you very much indeed. I don't know if there's anyone there. I'm just going to say hello and see if anyone says hello back. Hello. Good evening. Hello, who's this? Oh, it's Elton. Nelson? Uh, Elton. 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 Oh, hey. Oh, Elton. Hello, mate. Sorry, I didn't recognise you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thanks. Yeah, very, very good indeed. Um, I just thought I'd bring up... um, I haven't anything to contribute to the show at all. Neither does Um, Catherine, but she gets paid. Yeah, sorry. I, I just wanted to just oh, phone yeah. and say I have nothing to contribute. Uh, I haven't really got an opinion on anything. Oh, um, and and nothing to say at all, um, which I thought would be um, something to add a bit of depth to the show. I think this is a burn. So um, yeah, that's it. Nothing at all. Okay, Elton. Well, sh- should we end it there? Um. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> but still contributed a lot more than some of our callers <laughs> do. Yeah. <laughs> Can't oh. help feeling a little bit hurt, but... What's that for, my darling? What's wrong, baby? Well, first of all, you said that... Oh, Did yeah. you just call me baby? Oh, yeah, baby. I'm Austin Powers, baby. Oh, baby, I'm Austin Powers, baby. And I'm going to go shagadelic with Liz Hurley and then Beyonce. Hey, it's as soon as you like. <laughs> what, was, what was that for? You can 
that in as soon as you like. Spot on, well Call done. Call me baby again and I'll kick you in the cojones. Um, I won't really. Awkward vibe, so I think we're probably playing advert. I tell you what, whoever the next, I don't know who the trail is for our next trail for another for one of our colleagues. Oh, whoever it yeah. is, all right, whoever the advert for the next person is, is who you're going to marry next, all right, Catherine? Excellent. Yeah, let's hear it. The Bottomless Brunch with Steph and Dom tomorrow morning from 10 on Talk Radio. Stiff dustpan and brush required. <laughs> Get ready for a sizzling Saturday morning of tip top talk. Sandpaper and aftershave, and you two can look 80. Relationship advice. I will let you know how the arguments go. Oh, how very kind. And inevitably, some wine tasting. Oh, no, you wouldn't drink the wine. Exactly. What a waste of wine. Ooh, don't mind if I do. The Bottomless Brunch with Steph and Dick. Dom tomorrow morning from 10 on Talk Radio. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had some lovely DMs today on Twitter. Have you? Shane Ritchie's invited us to go and see his play, The Entertainer, next week in Bromley. And Ian Dale's invited me out for lunch. Nice. It's nice. I like Ian. Because I, I was, as I was um, uh, waiting for you, I listened to any questions on Radio 4 and Ian Dale was on there. Um, and so I just messaged him and said, oh, I'm really enjoying uh, any questions. And I've, I've talked about, I've mentioned you a couple of times on the show recently as an example of how two people who are politically opposite 
can get on with each other and, and, and people, you know, seem to think that we should hate each other because of that. And he, he said, that's bizarre, let's have a very public lunch then on him, good, he's loaded, after um, the uh, election. By the way, this is but Talk Radio, this is your erection station. Will you have to have it underneath his uh, massive portrait of Maggie <laughs> I Thatch? I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. I love... Um, I like I love India. I like India. It's that thing we've been saying that everything has to be polarized mm -hmm. now, partly because of Twitter. But uh, politics and everything. We can talk about politics for the next three days, three or four days, I think. But um, everything has to be polarized, and I have to hate you because you're different to me, and you, and it, it's not. I, I, Ian's like a very staunch lever. I'm a kind of vague remainer, but we should probably get on with it kind of guy. Uh, I like him. He's a nice guy. He makes me laugh. The point being, it's not all he is. No. And unfortunately, a lot of people have become kind of, um, what would you call it? Twats. Pa parodies of themselves. Parodies of themselves. That's better. probably better term. Caricatures themselves. There we go. So you, if you support this team, this football team, mm. you have to hate X, Y and Z because that's what you do because that is uh, the form. And it's... Bullshine. A bullshine. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We're doing the show a little bit differently today. Ah, Simon says, uh, can we have an entire hour of your faultless Austin Powers impression? <laughs> oh, baby, we'll see about that one night, shall we? I'll get my good friend Liz Hurley to tickle my balls. Shagadelic, baby. Um, I'm, my, I'm gonna, you know, there's a series of films based on his life. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna watch those at some point. I'm okay. looking forward to that. And I might, I'm thinking. They've been out a while. I might, um, see if I can mock up a, like an Austin Powers costume. Don't, shouldn't have said that on the air. Everyone will be doing it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Chagadelic, baby. Uh, we're doing it slightly differently. I have my phone screen switched off, so we have no idea who, if anybody, is calling in. But if you hear me say hello, do say hello back. Hello. Hello, Ian. Yes. Oh, it's Stephen. Hello, Stephen. We've heard uh, earlier in the week. So two in one week. Oh, that's a record for me. Can I give a shout-out? It's not, it's not a record for me. I, I get about 75 calls in a week, so we're still some way off. But thank you. Can I give a shout-out to Yasmin? She's from Switzerland. She's my favourite of your regulars, and I don't hear enough of her, actually. And I've never yet heard the end of any of her stories, her health ah, well, her experiments. Interestingly know. enough, Yasmin is actually here in the studio with Jasmine? us. Jasmine? Mm -hmm. is here in the studio with us as part of a work experience thing, aren't you, Jasmine? Hello, Jasmine. How are you, Stephen? Oh, hi, Jasmine. Oh, it's strange that I should be saying how much I like you and then you happen to be there. I've just been waiting here for you all this time, waiting for you to call me up, Stephen. Really? It sounds a bit like Catherine putting on an accent. It's, it's not. Ca actually. Catherine, Catherine, you That's say something. That's a ridiculous thing to say. Now, Jasmine, yeah, it is. There you go. They spoke at the same time. Did you, can you speak at the same time? They just did. Do it again. Count. Well, it's a bit rude, isn't it, on the radio? Yes, it is. And I've got better manners than that because I'm what, from Switzerland. Why don't Catherine and Jasmine, why don't you count to ten at the same time? Well, because she speaks German. I don't want to upset her. You can do it in English. Go on. Oh, I see, yeah. One, the plot, the plot thickens. Two, two. There you go, same time. See. Doing it exactly the same time, Stephen. Um, okay, so you, you've, 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 you're an old horn dog looking for some young flange. Well done. You've put a, a booty, <laughs> put a booty call out. What, what else can we flange? do? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Catherine was sceptical about Tarzan. No, I would no, put it to you. I correct you. You're wrong. Well, but I would say to you, what about the baby who started Rome? 
who was raised by wolves. You mean Romulus and Remus? Yes, exactly. Well, they're and not real, I, are they? Not like Tarzan. But what about Mowgli in India? Ooh! Totally got you there with the Mowgli factor! But Mowgli... Is it not Mowgli? I don't know how it's pronounced. OK. It's Mowgli, It's just it? a story and Tarzan's real, so... Well, Mowgli's well, real. No, Mowgli's real. Rudyard yeah, Kipling yeah. wrote him, made him up, and, and then Disney yeah, copied no. it. Rudyard Kipling, well, hang on a minute. Rudyard Kip- Kipling makes Bakewell tarts. Exceedingly good ones, yeah. Does, he does very good ones. That's Roger Kipling. But, yeah, well, That's Roger I Whisica. think you'll find Mo- Mo- Mowgli is actually a true story, isn't he? And yes. No, it's based on a, it's it's based in, on a it's story. It's inspired by, by real events. Yes. So, um, Why are you asking Ian? Ian knows less than I do. Here's what we need to do, guys. Here's what we need to do. We need to get two bevies, right? We drop one bebes in like the Amazon jungle. We drop one yeah. bebes in like the Indian jungle, and then we go, we we come away. Then thirty years later, we go back and we see we see what's happened to those bebes. That's the only way we're going to prove either of these these true stories. And so, what we're looking for now, dear listeners, if you've just had a baby or you're about to drop, and you don't mind being part of our fantastic experiment, you will get a copy of our new seven-inch single, Please, Mr. Postman, that which arrived today. And you'll also get a free... You get a discount on a rabbit hole pin. Uh, all we want is your baby for 30 years. They could become Lord of the Jungle or an annoying idiot that sings stupid songs with monkeys and wears a loincloth. Hey. Maybe one of them ends up speaking like Jacob Rees-Mogg. You oh, never know. You, you never, never know. You never, never know, Stephen. Thank you very much, Stephen. 0344 499 1000. Catherine is looking very unimpressed with this mm. baby talk. Yeah. I think it's very unscientific. What we need to do is get three babies. Yeah. And then we get um, a, an ape. Yep. A wolf. Yep. And what was feeding Mowgli? That was wolves, wasn't it, to start with? Then he gets passed over to the bear and the... Doesn't the bear necessities of mm-hmm. life. So we just need two babies. I oh, know, maybe we need... Then we need a, a control baby. I don't understand the song, The Bear Necessities. I've never understood it. I don't know what it means. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it means. I don't get it. I don't get so why... So you don't need lots of stuff. You just need the bare necessities of life. I don't know what bare necessities means. You know, just the basics. Right, well, why don't they... Is that what it means? Yeah. Why don't they say play that? play on words because he's a bear. Well, this is what I thought. I thought, well, but I thought it meant, like, honey... And a scratching tree. I thought it meant the necessity. Genuinely, did you know this, Sam? I thought it meant the necessities for a bear. I was thinking, well, why does Mowgli need like honey and a scratching post? It's spelt. Look, what well, it's spelt. Oh yeah, because when you see the film, they it, this karaoke film, they put the word up. I, but oh, bare necessities is a thing. You would say I was just I'm just taking the bare necessities. Yeah, because I thought it came from the song, and oh. it meant like honey and a scratching oh, tree and a cave. Look for the bare necessities like honey and a scratching tree and a cave. That's what I thought it meant. But you're saying it means like the, the basics, basics of life. Yeah. So like a, a, a toaster, a kettle, I mean, comfy bed, a PS2, PS3. Yeah, don't be silly. Um, okay, so it means that. All right, I didn't know that. If you pick a poor paw or a prickly pear... Yeah. And you pick a raw paw, yeah. next time, beware. That doesn't even make... That doesn't even make what's a don't raw paw? Pi- don't pick the prickly pear by the paw. When you pick a pear, try and use the claw. Utter, utter bollocks. <laughs> Moonlit musings from mums, madams and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 
Good evening. So far, we have in a Brexit-free zone, we have questioned the veracity of Tarzan. Mm-hmm. We have poo-pooed Mowgli <laughs> and his book, De la Jongle. Um And that's... Romulus and Remus probably bowls as well. Yeah, we go. That's 40 minutes of utter... Nonsense. I get, we get very well paid for this. But we, we did get to the bottom of the bare necessities. We did. I didn't know what it meant. I thought it, it was a song listing things that bears needed to survive in the jungle. Didn't realise it meant, like, you don't... What does it mean? Just look for the bare necessities. Like honey and a scratching tree. <laughs> yeah, you, you mean, don't need loads of stuff. That's, oh, look, Sam's grabbing his microphone. It means he wants to come in on this. Come in, Sam. Come on. Come on. I was just moving the microphone. <laughs> To, closer I, to your mouth. Why would you do no, that? Out of sight because it's in my line of sight to a screen. Oh, it's really got into you. Just, did you think the bare necessities? What did you think the bare necessities was about? It's, you look for the yeah the least amount of stuff you need to live, and it will make you happy. Exactly. Why did he say to live like I don't that? Know. Is, is he mocking me? I feel, yeah, like, I feel like there was a mocking tone. He wasn't is a there? bit. Yeah. The thing is, he's fitter than me, <laughs> so I'm not going to get into a slap smackdown with him. But he's um, not been well though, so he's weakened substantially. Ah, uh, yeah. That's true, that's true. I have no screen in front of me. We thought we'd kind of close it for a bit and see what happens. So I don't know if anyone's there, but I'm, if you hear me say hello, then do say hello back. Hello? Hello. Oh, there was someone there. Hello, who's this? Who Who this? Hello, it's Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello? What's Bob short for? Got little legs. Bobby. Bobby's short for Bobby. <laughs> Bobby's short for Bobby, yeah. Hello. I got a bit of an, I've got a bit of an interesting one for you today. I was in a bit of a predicament on the way home. Yes, yes, Bobby. Bob, do you prefer Bobby or Bob? Or Bobbit? Call me Bob. Yeah, or Bobbit. <laughs> 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 I don't mind which revert. As long as it's not a swear, we're all right. Okay, so so Bollock Bob is out. Because <laughs> that is the swear. Bobby baby. Bob. Okay, we're not going to go there. The Bobbitola. Yeah. The Bobbitola. <laughs> Apple Bobber. If you... Bobber job. <laughs> Bob, anything else you want to say? Bob the plumber? Bob the builder? Bob the builder's a good one. I like that. Um, I like that. Bits and bobs. Bob a dobba doo da. A bob bob a loo up a what bamboo. I think we're done now, Bob. Away you go. You reckon? No, I've got something to say. God, no, I was going to say, I think me and Kath are done with the Bob uh, the Bob names. Oh, you guys have... Who put oh, the Bob okay. in the Bob, she wob, she wob. you know. OK, so let's hear what you see. Now, Bobby uh, has got a, an interesting story for us, so let's... I'm go looking, ahead, Bob. Looking forward to this. OK, here we go. Yes, sir. Right, so I was in a bit of a predicament today. <laughs> I've got a bit of a cold, but I went into work. Tough guy, huh? And on the way home... Sorry, this isn't the pride uh-huh. of Britain, if, if that's who you think you've called. <laughs> no, no, it's all so right. I can put but... you in touch with Carol Vorderman. No, we're all right. Um, we are. So, yeah. can, I, can I just do a little oh, side note? Go on. <laughs> we were watching oh, something on, today, then. and a kid on the telly had got a Pride of Britain award, and my kids looked at me and went, "Oh, they're real, then." <laughs> we just thought it was what you said we were in line for <laughs> when we'd had some sort of hardship, like having the computer turned off. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, introduction was brought to you by in, interruption was brought to you by Catherine Boyle. But now we're going to go back to the show's oh, main sponsor, Bobbit. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Bobbity yeah. Lee. Bobbity Bobbity Boo. <laughs> okay. Bobble Lobble I like that. That's a bit that's a bit like farting in the bathtub, isn't it? When the kid farts in the bathtub, blah 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 blah. Why do you hire kids to fart in your bathtub? <laughs> that's weird. I don't hire anybody, I'm just saying. Okay. Do you have kids? 
no. So who are these oh. kids that are farting in your bathtub? If you're not hiring them, that means you're getting them for free and you should be paying them. This is taking a dark turn. Uh, you're, you're a child oh, kidnapper. Oh, uh, what? Okay. Maybe just keep them clean. <laughs> I've seen you, on Harry Hill. You so see dirty kids out in the street, you kidnap them, clean them, <laughs> and then return, return them to the parents. Still weird. Still could be traumatic, Bob. <laughs> Why has it got to this conversation? I don't know, mate. You, <laughs> you to, rang up. Yeah. You rang up and told me. <laughs> you and you just confessed and said that you kidnapped dirty children confess. to bathe them. And then make them, make them fart in the bath <laughs> to get your kicks. People are like, you make me puke. Is it your eye I voted Brexit. Oh, what would you like to say, Bob? All right. Oh, you went to you speak, went to work I... with a cold. Okay, so like, I went, like like I uh, cold like Clint Eastwood. Pardon? <laughs> like Rocky, like 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 oh, okay. uh, Neil Armstrong. You went to work oh. with a cold. You're well a tough done, guy. champ. Yeah. Okay. So monthly, I think. I think so... I think I think I think they have done. Yeah. Well, I've been on an aeroplane. So yeah, man flew then. There you go. Thanks. Oh, dear. No. Anyway. <clears throat> So Still I was hearing that cold. Cold. <laughs> uh, I was coming. I was trying oh, we've to been play. hanging out too long. We've got to stop. We've got to stop meeting like this, Catherine. Uh, please, you know what I mean, okay. Look, 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 look. So I was driving home, and obviously the missus makes chapati and curry. Obviously, I was a bit. Obviously, you know, Asian families and stuff. Racist. So I was thinking, do I really want chapati and curry when I get home? Oh God, I do now. Can't stand Indian it. food, which is tough if you're an Indian. Fish. <laughs> well, it's even worse, isn't it? Yeah. But so I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. And I thought, what should I get? A few, a few ideas went through my head, and in the end, do you know what I settled on? Um, the school dinner's favourite. Spotted. Think, cast dick. your mind back to school dinner. Spotted dick. What was your favourite? No. Oh, school dinners. Um, so I thought you meant the Just headmaster's office. Go down that road. Um, what was your favourite? Um, Chip Butty. Nope. Mm. Come on. Well, I've just what, told like you. Like a my... shepherd's pie or something. No. Listen, chunky chips. Yeah. Fish fingers and beans. Beautiful. Oh, we call that this. kids' tea. Yeah. That was amazing. I sat there, had two rounds, and you know what? Brought back so many memories. Where did and... you? Where did you go and do this in in this school that you were kidnapping dirty children from? <laughs> no. I actually went to a shop, I don't know if I could say the name of the retailer. Why would you not be allowed to say the name of the retailer? Because he's been banned from there and they've said they don't want to be associated with him. (laughs) (laughs) He bought too much soap, they got suspicious. (laughs) 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 The box was too big, so I had to take them out and put them in places one by one. But there you go, 50 fingers, can be done. What was was the name of this retailer? Sainsbury's. You can't mention them! Sainsbury's. I'm speaking Asian if you want me to. Ectoti, chapanche, sadad, no das. Yes, man. Yes, man. Can Wicked. I can I sing to you? You're trying to woo me now. I'm going to woo you. Can I sing to you? Go on then. Go on then. <coughs> Here we go, Bobby. Move Clear your throat. Perdesi, perdesi, janana hai. Wow. Mujhe chole ke, mujhe chole ke. Thank you. Wow, that's really good. Can I sing I'm the rude so version? Impressed. Can I sing the rude version that I made up? <laughs> perdesi, perdesi, janana hai. Mujhe chode ke, mujhe chode ke. What are you like? Yeah, man, I just had a really filthy song. I'll tell you what, you should be on X Factor, you 
you'd get the golden vote. You really would. I want the golden vote so much, man. But I want to... You would. You want to get on there. Oh, Seriously, wanna you want to get on there. I want to get on there, man. I want to get on there. But, so you had you had nice fish fingers. I can't eat fish fingers. I'm allergic to them. Are you? Yes. I think they're delicious. I had one as a... Can't, and you, you know what else? Sorry. You know what? Before I forget. You know what else I was thinking about? A fish finger sandwich. Beautiful. Is that a euphemism? They talk about uh, oh, talk about uh, four and fish finger pie in the Penny Lane, don't they? Yeah, they do. Feel four of fish mm. and finger pie. Tell you what's thing. nice, Bob. A fish finger what? wrap. A little bit of... Um, <laughs> well, I was going to a fish finger party tonight. When I... no, no. No. Okay. A fish finger wrap with a little bit of uh, sweet chilli sauce on it. Oh, You're so middle that. class. You're so middle class, and uh, no. Oh, you know, I tell you one thing that why are we I do talking really about? Why are we talking about Bobby's? Um, the fact that Bobby's fallen out of love with his wife. I'm falling in love. Wait, what? Hey, you've not fa- yeah, exactly. You've not fallen in love I'm, with your I'm wife. Here. Listen, mate. Listen, I'm here talking about what I fantasised about eating and what I did eat. Yeah, and how you didn't you didn't you're, want you're to eat the to, crap that your to... wife was turning out every day because <laughs> you're ashamed to be married to an Indian. You racist. No, whoa, whoa, I don't know, mate. But we're going close to the nub, aren't we? You're bringing it close to the nub, not me, my friend. But listen, yes, sir. One other thing that I can't get hold of. Do you remember when we were at school no. and you used to have what we used to call a hedgehog cake and they used to pour custard over it so it was a bit like a cornflake cake. Yeah. Um, well, like well, a little cool. dome. They used to pour um, custard over it and it used to be rock hard and you used to kind of break it with your spoon. I remember one of my mates at school, he hit it with his spoon so hard that he actually cracked the plastic plate underneath because we used to have the plates what with was, the Yeah, I know the plates. You parts in them. What was the cake? Yeah. Was I never had one hedgehog. of them. Hedgehog yeah, cake. Hedge, we used to call it a hedgehog cake. It used to be really, really rock hard. You couldn't eat it as it was. But when when you so it had spikes it coming out, did it? Say again, mate. Did it have no, spikes? No, 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 no. Then why would you call it a hedgehog oh, cake? Chocolate cornflake cake. It was like chocolate. Yeah, it's like a chocolate kind of dome. Cornflake you know, you cake. Tea cakes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's like cornflake cake, but it's got like industrial epoxy spent glue or something. <laughs> yeah, they make it with glue. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what I'm talking about now? No, I don't. I do miss pink custard, though. Yes. I'd love... We I'd never lo- had that. Oh, we never had that. Pink custard right now would sort me And out. I haven't eaten semolina since I left school. Semolina with a squiggle of jam in it. <laughs> wow. Do you know the pink custard? Did that taste like normal custard or did yeah. it have a slightly different flavour? I, I, I think, think it, it tasted tastes, a bit less. I think it tastes, yeah, I think it tastes like normal custard. It wasn't, it wasn't strawberry flavour. No, it was just colouring, wasn't it? It's yeah. probably, I'll tell you what... I tell you what, it's probably radioactive. They feed Here's the thing: anything and everything. You look at the number of you look at them. You look at the number of <laughs> kids that went to yeah. school in the fifties mm. that are yeah. dead now, right? And you just got mm. you got to ask yourself, what were they eating? Yeah, what were they eating? If they're so, dead now. Even more so, those in the forties and thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had it's no okay. chance, did they? Well, it's getting better because there are more. Here's a statistic for you, uh, Bob. Go on. There are more. Right, the, of the kids that ate school dinners in the 70s, mm. there are more of them still alive than the kids that ate school dinners in the 40s. Is that a serious statistic? That is yeah. a fact. Yeah. More of There are wow. more kids from the 70s who ate school dinners in the 70s alive now than the mm. kids who ate school dinners in the 40s. So it shows that we're going in the right direction with food health. Well, you know, do you remember we used to have those crisps? Well, they were like chips. Fish and chips. Crisp, called fish and chips. Fish, yeah. I, used to, I yeah. talked to my boys bang. about fish and chips the other night. Yeah. We used to get them out of the vending machine after swimming. That get, and a Capri Sun. We yeah. used to get them at Tuck Shop. And the refreshers. 
Oh. Yeah, that's fine. Are we talking about old tweets now? Goodbye, Bob. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. He's my, he's my favourite caller of the last ten what minutes. What was his name though? No idea. Let's. Is there anybody there? Hi, mate. Hello, who's this, please? Hi, it's Jonathan. <laughs> Yes, can I help you? Uh, yeah, really like that accent you did there about this, um, this jasmine. And your name is Jonathan, is it? it again. Your name is Jonathan, is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, of Jonathan. Of course it is, just, he's got a very deep voice. Where are you calling from, Jonathan? What? Where, where are you calling from, Jonathan? That's you. Manchester. Obviously. Are you mad for it? Huh? Yeah. So you heard Catherine do... No, uh, I didn't. You heard Jasmine in the studio earlier. Uh, yeah. Would you like to speak to her, uh, Jonathan? Oh, yes, please, yeah. OK, Jasmine, if you come closer to the microphone, Jonathan is from Manchester. You may find it hard to understand his, his Manchester accent, but I'll, me and Catherine, or Catherine can help. Away you go. Hello, Jonathan. It is Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Is this a real Manchester accent I'm hearing from you? Uh, yeah. Which part of Manchester do you come from? Stockport. Oh. Is it nice there or is it a dump? It's pretty nice, lady. I'm going to die. Where's the nearest place to go shopping when you're in Stockport? I don't go shopping. No? How do you survive? No. What do you eat? My lady goes shopping for me. Oh. I've been in front of the radio all day long. The lady? His lady? What's your lady called, Jonathan? She's very lucky. Oh, yeah, she's very lucky. <laughs> and what is her name, please? Um, I'm not sure if I may say this on the radio. What does it rhyme with? It doesn't rhyme with anything. I've tried out everything, man. Does that mean her name must be Orange? Not really. Try again. Because Orange doesn't rhyme with anything. Um, well, there must be something. No, there really isn't. I've tried. I've spent all my life researching this. Oh, man. No, I'm a lady. (laughs) Okay, Jonathan. Well, I hope that scratched an itch for you. No, it doesn't. Okay, thank you very much for your calls, Jonathan. Bit of cream on that. Jonathan from Manchester. Hello, is there anybody there? We may have come to our first um, dead end, which is fine. Is there... Hello, can you hear me? There's no one there. Fine, we're, we're there. Or oh, it's a very quiet person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good run we've had for an hour. Yeah. We've had some crack... Let me just try again, because uh, I've just seen Sam put the phone down, so maybe... I, I, I'm che- so I'm cheating a little bit. Hello, is there anyone Hello. there? Hello, can you hear me? Ah, we've got someone. Hello, who's this? Hi, am, am I on, on uh, live right now? You are on live right now. Yes, ma'am, madam. Okay, uh, madam. 
Um, I think there might be a bit of a delay on the radio because I was listening to you live talking to somebody yep. there from Manchester. Don't listen. Yes, there is a de- there is a delay on the radio. Okay. Um, I, I just want to find out what what you were talking about just uh, maybe maybe five minutes ago for ye, but uh, it is like maybe sixty seconds ago for me. Okay. Um, you made a statistic that sixty uh, percent of people that were alive in the forties are now dead, and no, eighty percent of people that were alive in the seventies are now alive. No, what it was, was more, all about? it was it was less and yet more specific than that. It was it was a really interesting statistic actually, which shows how far we have come in terms of um, eating healthily. And here's the statistic: I heard this the other day, and I checked it, and it's absolutely true. There are of the children that went to school in the seventies and ate school dinners, more of them are alive today than the children that ate school dinners in the 40s. Yeah, but that's logical because... um, Isn't it, though? Time, time time has to be brought into the equation. Well, it's um, no, it's, a, it's people are it purely going to die anyway. It was so, purely but, looking at, the, at the, fo- uh, the, the, the food they were eating for school lunches. That, that's like saying that people that were alive in the 1860s, more of them were alive... Uh, more, more people are alive in the 1960s than are alive in the 1860s. Can you prove you have that? To be a little bit more specific in, um, very, in, in what you're saying. Very, uh, very specific. You didn't really follow on with them statistics there. It's a very specific statistic that more people that ate school dinners in the 70s are alive now than those that ate school dinners in the 40s. I don't have the statistics for the 1860s. I suspect that school dinners in those days weren't Dyer. actually weren't very good at all. We've, we've I don't think they even had school dinners. I, I, have a, I actually have a really good statistic for you guys. More people that ate slugs in 1992 are alive now than people that ate slugs in 1882. And can but, I ask you where you got on, that on, research on, from? On, on, I just made it up out of my head now. Well, because, then it doesn't uh, we're, we're, we're count as a statistic. Imaginary magic radio, so... You know, it doesn't count as a statistic. Are you really that dumb that you cannot see that food hygiene is improving dramatically? We <laughs> are saving lives. You probably give a baby a turd sandwich. People like well, you make me sick. I think dumbness really is related to whether people can speak and whether people can't speak. Exactly. And I'm afraid, so, sir, that your dumb ability dumb is, a, is at a level of 11. If I'm dumb and I can't see, it would make me blind. Blind people aren't dumb, I'm afraid. And that is, that is distasteful. We have um, some blind listeners uh, to the show. Uh, so that is distasteful to mock the blind. So if I'm dumb and I can't see, it means again you're mocking the blind. blind. Why? Why do you think it's acceptable to mock people that can't see? I don't. I don't see the humour in that. I, uh, yeah. Thanks for your call. This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.